This is the Inside Track podcast by the BVRLA. Join us as we speak to high-profile guests from across rental, leasing and fleet as they discuss their careers, react to the latest news and look at what may be coming in the future. Here, Tom McLennan from the BVRLA's Policy and Public Affairs team catches up with senior representatives from some of the UK's leading salary sacrifice providers, forming part of the ongoing See the Benefit campaign. Welcome, everyone. We are here to chat today about a very important issue for the industry, which is more tax clarity around future benefit-in-kind tax rates, but specifically from a salary sacrifice perspective. This is an area of the market which has seen uh, tremendous growth and is a driver for the democratization of access to EVs. The BVRLA has been pushing a campaign this year called See the Benefit to try and make sure that more people can see the benefit of electric motoring through the benefit in kind rates. And members have been supporting us. Three of the key members who've been working with us on the campaign are Zenith, Tusker, and Octopus Electric Vehicles. And I'm very happy to have with me today the CEOs of those three organizations. We have Ian Hughes, CEO of Car and Van Division at Zenith. We have Paul Gilshan, CEO of Tusker, and Fiona Howarth, CEO of Octopus Electric Vehicles. And we're here to chat through some of the some of the issues around the campaign and why it is that this is so important for the sector. But I think as a first point, salary sacrifice is not always the best understood concept, especially from a motoring perspective. So Paul, if you could give a summary of what it is and what its place in the market is, I think that's a good place to start. Thanks, Thomas. Um, well, look, salary sacrifice as a whole has been around from the, from the 70s. It's been a key structural feature for UK employment for many products like pensions, cycle to work schemes, childcare vouchers. And in 2008, uh, company cars were added. Um, and even at that time, it was supported with a benefit in kind regime, which drove employees towards lower emission vehicles. Um, Tusk were the first to launch a scheme with a business that same year in 2008. And we've been focused on growing this market um, ever since and helping more people to enjoy uh, a brand new car. And it really is as simple as that. We are helping more employees uh, in the UK turn part of their salary into a brand new car. So uh, you ask what you know specifically it is for cars. If I'm chatting to friends, I always explain it as a bit like uh, Netflix for cars. It's not exactly like Netflix for cars, but it's a good enough analogy. So for one um, fixedly monthly payment and no big upfront deposit, Netflix gives you access to a whole world of uh, entertainment. For one fixed monthly amount and no big upfront deposit, um, and you pay a fixedly monthly fee, you get a brand new electric car, and then we sort everything else out at no extra cost. That means insurance, MOT, breakdown cover, repair bills, um, charge point installed at your home uh, if you want it. And the best part is you get a brand new car, and we can work to sort out all the hassles of running that car. It just happens to be that it works through salary. So hence salary sacrifice, but I don't like that word, so we tend to call it uh, salary um, saving. Employees swap a bit of their salary for a brand new car and the services and the insurance and all the things I just mentioned, MOT, breakdown cover. And that portion of their salary is sacrificed before tax and national insurance is deducted, which makes savings. And then 
with the low benefit in kind rates for electrics, they aren't paying as much benefit on, in kind on that electric vehicle or, or the hybrids than they would for, say, a diesel or a petrol. So it's a win-win as far as we are concerned at Tusker. So let me quickly remind you of those benefit in kind rates that government um, put in place a few years ago. In 20, uh, was it 2020? Uh, so in 2020 for electric vehicles, they put it 0%. And then for 21, 22, 1%, and currently we're at 2% benefit in kind for electric vehicles up until um, April 25. This move to low benefit in kind is doing, for me, what the government intended. And we've seen a great uplift in the take up of electric vehicles. And I really praise them for, for that move. But actually, the benefits of salary saving for drivers is more than just the savings. The number one reason through all our research at Tusker as to why drivers love the car benefit is due to the bundle, the, not having to worry about the hassle of running the car, all those features included. So it's such an important part in the marketplace for driving electric vehicle growth, particularly for mass market audiences. And it makes it much more affordable than other products in the marketplace like PCH or PCP, or even purchasing an electric vehicle. And for, for us, it's a pivotal product to ensure that government hits the 2030 and 2050 net zero targets. Thank you, Paul. That's a really, really useful summary. And I guess turning to you, Ian, you know, just in 2019, uh, electric vehicles were at about 16% uh, benefit in kind, and then dropped down to 0% from 2020. How has that changed the conversations around salary sacrifice from your perspective? Well, it probably comes as no real surprise that there's been an explosion in uh, our corporate customers, particularly looking to see how they add salary sacrifice as an adjacent or an independent product of, in their own right uh, to take advantages of everything that Paul very eloquently uh, described there. So uh, very, very significant um, evolution of attitudes um i think there's a uh when we saw the benefit in kind on the ice vehicles get uh out of hand we saw a huge migration into cash and i would like to say that that is a cliff edge moment that we need to guard against at all costs um because if benefit in kind taxation rates on evs gets out of control we'll see that same uh backward step in terms of the behavior of the individuals and they will go into cash and what they typically will be doing is buying a dirty ice, you know, third or fourth generation old uh, vehicles. So we're seeing a huge amount of adoption from the corporates. Uh, it is a fabulous benefit. Uh, I really like the analogy that uh, Paul uh, uses in terms of uh, Netflix. You know, who hasn't got a Netflix account? And it's that convenience that you just turn it on and you've got access to that uh, solution. Um, and the the adoption rates that we're seeing is obviously that people can get, get an electric vehicle as opposed to what was in 2019, a small petrol vehicle was the prevalent vehicles that you were seeing coming through the Toyota Rigos and the such like. Now, you're able to actually get all the way through into an electric vehicle. And, you know, I'm sort of seeing it that it's a, you know, a product for the people and, a, and for the masses. And it's giving people the opportunity of gaining a car where they ordinarily wouldn't get it. Again, touching on some of the points that Paul made, deposit 
is a critical thing with a cash-strapped um, society that we're in. Um, obviously, the fixed inflation-proof uh, structure, uh, where typically between three, four uh, years, we're fixing all those costs. So again, it's a very, very attractive solution. So um, we're on a nice, steady progress, and that actually we just need that you know sensible foresight into the long term. And on exactly that note, Fiona, what is the potential then for salary sacrifice if we have the right taxation environment going forwards? Yeah, thanks, Thomas. And just to say, I completely agree with uh, what Paul and Ian have said in terms of their descriptions and what they're seeing in the in the market at the moment. We're seeing that businesses are in the early stages, to some extent, of discovering salary sacrifice and implementing it and making these affordable, clean vehicles available to their staff. And actually, there's still a lot more to go in terms of making these vehicles available at greater scale. And what's exciting is the uptake in the kind of you know, broader employee bases. So I think 60% of the people that are taking salary sacrifice are 20% tax rate payers, for example. And this is fantastic. So combined with the other benefits that Ian just laid out, the uh, no, no large upfront de deposits, the ability to lock in those prices for set periods of time is, is super exciting. But there's also that net zero perspective that Paul started laying out. You know, a third of the UK's carbon emissions is from transport. And actually cars is this great opportunity for us to make that change. But typically these cars are five to 10,000 pounds more expensive upfront. So for us to really commit to making that change, we need to make these affordable at scale. And this is the biggest and bravest incentive that we have in the UK to make that possible. And it makes it affordable to everyone. So I think actually, you know, in the right tax environment, we can continue to build that momentum that we're starting to see with businesses, roll that out to many other businesses, many more employees, and continue to help move to a greener, cleaner road system that we have. And that's a, a brilliant trajectory. And I guess that comes down to, Paul, why is it then so important that we make sure that government pays attention to this campaign and, and gives us the, the certainty and rates that we need. As I said before, government made the right call in uh, reducing benefit kind rates for uh, for electric vehicles. They, they've always had a lower benefit in kind structure for lower emission vehicles, and, and that is right. Um, this campaign uh, from the BVLA is about raising awareness of, of the brilliant work that government have done, actually, um, by lowering benefit in kind for, uh, for electric vehicles. We've all seen um, Zenith, Octopus, uh, ourselves at Tusker have all seen um, really the drive from electric over the last few years um, through salary sacrifice. Um, and it's encouraging people into electric vehicles for the very uh, first time. And that's why I'm really excited about it. But as Fiona said, we're just only out of the starting blocks. There's still so much more uh, that we need to do, particularly to encourage, and here's where I think this campaign is really important, mass market drivers and those in lower salaries to switch to electric. Um, and lower benefit and kind rates are, are doing that, um, but um, not to the, the scale that we want them to. So it's essential uh, that, the, that they continue. And then twin that with um, salary sacrifice, these low um, big rates for electrics are making unaffordable electric vehicles affordable for drivers for the first time. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some of our stats at Tusker. 70% um, of our drivers are, are lower taxpayers. 
and 20% taxpayers. A research says that they would not have opted for a new car or a new electric car without this product salary sacrifice being offered to them, which is great as the majority of these cars are incremental new car sales to the new car parkets, uh, car park. So they're not substitutional. And we know that for, for two reasons. One, the average age of the cars that the driver's coming out of is seven and a half years. And two, through our research, without salary sacrifice, 93% of buyers would choose diesel or petrol. With salary sacrifice, 94% choose fully electric. So you're moving mass market drivers from older, dirtier cars to newer, cleaner, greener cars for the first time. And without this product, they would not do that. They can't do that. Because there's one more thing I just want to put into the mix, which we talked to the BVRLA a lot about, is um, usually a good option to get mass market drivers into, uh, into um, new products is the secondhand car market. Um, and what we're seeing at the moment, we have seen it for a few years now, is that the secondhand car market is just not viable for many because the prices have been inflated and they'll be continued to be inflated because the deliveries coming through for new are much lower than we'd anticipated at the start of the year. So that, that means that um, an option for getting mass market into new elect uh, secondhand electric vehicles is just not there. The door slammed. It's an option taken off the table. So that puts this product, salary sacrifice, even more uh, important. So I don't believe the government will reach their 2030 and more importantly, their 2050 target without um, a benefit in kind tax structure that supports the uptake of electric vehicles for lower salaries and mass market. So benefit in kind is a key component of the pricing that we put through on salary sacrifice. And with the cost of living being you know, such a, a, a massive concern to so many of our drivers, well, to everybody, um, majority of which, as I said, are lower taxpayers, government, they need to continue to help ordinary people make the best choice for their families and the environment by supporting this for what me, uh, what I think is a brilliant campaign by the Beaver LA. Um, but remember, this is what government intended. They wanted to drive people into um, into electric cars um, and, and hybrids to a certain extent um, through benefit and kind rates. They've always done that. And I hope this campaign means that they'll continue to do that. Thank you, Paul. And I think building on that, Ian, the campaign is really on behalf of all of your customers. And it'd be great to know what do you think your customer's message would be to MPs, ministers, officials, and sort of what does it mean to them to get more foresight, more certainty? So I thought Paul's just explained it again brilliantly, loads of the benefits that the customers would also uh, echo our and our given the strength of, of feeling uh, towards it. A um, couple of points that Paul um, uh, would also be uh, seeing along with Fiona is uh, staff retention rates. Um, we know empirically that staff retention is absolutely attributable to the employer offering a salary sacrifice scheme and that employee making a sort of a notional contract with the employer about their you know, the duration that they intend to stay uh, with the organization. Obviously, uh, recruiting staff is ever difficult uh, in these challenging times. And so as a sort of an additional um, 
you know, benefit from a salary sacrifice scheme, you actually do get some incredible uh, benefit for your employees and then the retention. Um, as an adjacency to that, um, you know, I don't think it's about that BIK is low. I think it, low is a bit of a, a misnomer. I think BIK is appropriate. To Paul's point, we've got the appropriate tax structure to drive the outcomes that we're looking to achieve and the, and the drive to the 2030 objectives that the government have very clearly set. So it's not about high and low, it's about appropriate because people are gonna start worrying maybe about low, low, low. So uh, I think that should, you know, we need to be sort of, the messages to uh, the MPs and the government is that you're doing extremely well, as Paul has said, it's an appropriate tax structure and it's driving all the right behaviours. Also, just building on the point that Paul made around the used car market. Um, so, yes, it is difficult for people to get a new uh, vehicle today. And then it's a, a, sorry, a new used, blimey, a used vehicle today because of the inflated prices. However, we're also in the fleet industry per se creating a bow wave of early adoption of the latest technology. The capital cost of that vehicle is beyond many reaches of the standard retail uh, person. But actually in the secondary market, where our vehicles will then start feeding in, we're going to be providing the opportunity for uh, a whole different demographic of people to have a used electric vehicle to then sort of meet with the different council objectives that will come in the future years as they have their green zones, etc. Et so again, the fleet industry are really pivotal to help with moving electric product into the overall eco structure, such that then a whole raft of different um, people in society can also join the electric revolution. So there we are. Thank you, Ian. And I think on, on that note, what is it that we would like to see from the Chancellor in the autumn, Fiona, if we can sort of sum this all up into sort of one final one final point of view yeah i think we need visibility and consistency in terms of long-term appropriate benefiting kind tax rates for evs and that means long-term appropriately low as they as they are at the moment continuing to give confidence to the both the companies that are implementing these schemes and they're promoting them and they're raising momentum around them and those drivers and also the car makers. So, you know, the UK is part of a global market for EVs at the moment. The car makers are thinking about how many to make and where should they take them to sell them. And we need to make sure that we have an appropriate place to bring their cars, an attractive place for them to bring their EVs so that we can hit those net zero targets that we've set and do it at pace so that we can really, you know, uh, encourage and accelerate the EV market in the UK, which also encourages innovation and jobs across the UK. So you see things like charging companies springing up, you see things like battery companies, all of this commitment to EVs and, and the UK low benefit and kind rates and the salary sacrifice scheme is a way to make that commitment to the car sector, as well as making it fantastic for the companies and for the employees that are driving those vehicles. So I think there's wins on both the net zero side, as well as the low running costs for those those drivers and the, the ability for them to access affordable, clean driving. Brilliant. Fiona, Paul, Ian, thank you so much for your insights. Really appreciate it. 
and we can only hope that the chancellor listens in whoever they may be when we get to when we get to the autumn and we will try and do our best as the industry organization to make sure that drivers can continue to see the benefit and we'll make sure that the big rate works in a way which is appropriate for as long as possible. 